G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our weekly update, Dale. Mm. Episode God knows what. We never keep count. Uh, 503, oh, something like that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I feel sorry for us or the people out there. <laughs> uh, anyway, another big week of Eurovision news coming up, so we've got a bit to get through. We do, indeed. I mean, we had enough what we had planned and knew was coming out, but there's a whole bunch of announcements that also happened during the week that... We're a little bit unexpected. Absolutely. There was a big rumour mill. Let's dive straight into it. Mm. There was a big rumour mill about the artists from France. We had the official announcement. Who have we got, Dale? We have Tom Lieb. Um, so people were very excited about him potentially being the contestant for France. And there was one big reason. It's quite aesthetically uh, catching, isn't he? Aesth- aesthetically pleasing, definitely. Let's get it all out of the way. He's a very <laughs> handsome man. He is. Everyone was very excited by that. But he is far more talented than just his looks. Um, so he's actually um, a son of an actor-comedian, and he's an actor-comedian himself, so it's gone in the family. Uh, he's done a lot of theatre, including Madame Doubtfire, not Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, gosh. And he's also then gone into music itself. So, you know, got comedy and theatre, but his music's quite more kind of solo guitar playing. So maybe we should have a little listen to some of Tom. Um, this is with his main song, which has had 25 million views. It's Are We Too Late? I may never leave you now Cause I'll be waiting on your eyes to save it. Go ahead and fly away I'll travel with my thoughts and get to you somehow well, he's a man of many talents, isn't he? He's certainly got that sort of indie country feel about that song. Yeah, folk pop is kind of mm. what he goes for, which is close to that kind of country sound. Uh, he said himself he's really kind of inspired by like John Mayer, also Matt Corby from Australia as well. Okay. So he, he does have that sound, which doesn't really kind of go with the musical theatre and comedy. It's quite yeah. different. But, you know, he's been described as um, a triple threat. Um, our French correspondent for Aussie Vision, Steve Garner, said that mm-hmm. very much like that. It's it's acting, it's uh, the singing as well, and he's got the comedy and potentially, who knows, maybe the dancing skills. Comedy. Um, <laughs> look, I'm going to pick up, I'm going to say, just from that clip that I saw of him before, um, I don't know if he's going to be a power vocal. We're going to mm, get that no. more sort of sad boy kind of vocal maybe. Uh, but certainly, certainly going to have some stage presence and garner plenty of attention, one would imagine. Yeah, and I think he won't be the only man in a guitar we see at Eurovision this year. Yeah. That is a bit of a danger for France. I mean, it's quite current, but maybe it's a little bit to, uh, you know, it's been done quite a lot. The one last thing about him, he's quite the uh, handy tennis player, but apparently almost became a professional tennis player. God, there's nothing this bloke can't do. I, I hate know, him. I hate <laughs> hate him already jeez no good yeah. on him oh excellent can't wait to see the song from Tom and from France indeed on the cusp of something big we feel France so let's go on to the other artist announcement we had this week it came from North Macedonia they announced Vasil Gavanliev he will be their performer this year no uh, strangers to the stage obviously being a backup singer for Tamara Tedevska last year mm. 35 years old from Sturmica in Macedonia, Not, near mm. the sort of Greek-Bulgarian border, if you're wondering, Doug. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, but thank you. <laughs> um, to be honest, it, not too much as far as a back catalogue go. He does have a bit. Let's have a listen to one of his songs. This is one of his recent ones. This is Patuvam. <laughs> Patuvam, 
once I heard this now, I'm always a bit funny about backup singers coming to do Eurovision, but mm-hmm. hey, it's worked before. Look at Cesar Samson. Um, when I saw this video, I was really impressed. I like him. Uh, I, there's something very likable in the delivery for him and quite a quirkiness. Uh, it's not a safe player, and I don't think we're going to have these kind of quirky males come out, and I'm for it. I, I like what I saw. I like him too. Also, he's been uh, quite active on the social media as well, and very welcoming to all the fans, all that sort of stuff, getting right into it. Good on him. I love to see that sort of passion. He even singled out Australia as well. He was very much like, hello, Europe and Australia, and we love when an artist does that. Oh. So he already got some brownie points from us as well. <laughs> Good stuff. Just looking at his back catalogue, we don't have the song yet from him. Look, I'm expecting that sort of pop with a bit of modern traditional thrown in from him, to be honest. Uh, Who knows with North But North Macedonia has gone very mainstream pop the last three years, really. Like, Mm. even a ballad was quite just very could have been Western country last year. So, I'd like to see something traditional actually come out in the Macedonian entry this year. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, we can't wait to see what Vasil has got in store for us. Have a talk about the big news for us, Dale, as Australians. <laughs> we can't hold it off any longer. We had five of the Australia Decide songs officially released this week. All right. I don't want to... Let's we'll keep opinions to a minimum here because we will do, obviously, a big rundown on whole Australia Decides and break all the songs down yep. closer to the competition. When we have all ten songs as well. Yeah, exactly. But let's just quickly go through them in alphabetical order because we don't favour anyone. Mm-hmm. Casey Donovan with Proud. And you can Well, we heard a little bit of the snippet um, when she was announced, so it's kind of what I expected from from the song. It is a you know big ballad. There's a lot to showcase Casey's voice right towards the end, particularly mm-hmm. where she can give a bit more gutso to it. I feel like the first two minutes is a bit you know kind of ballady, and then she can go bamo and really showcase her voice. So I think that'll really work well for her. It's an interesting song for me. Not a complete power ballad, which we're probably going to get from a couple of the others. Mm. This has real peaks and troughs, and she shows off a real vocal range in this, which I think is really, really impressive. Uh, I don't know if it's the biggest song you're going to get on first impression, but mm. I think after a couple of listens, gives her a real chance to shine. She's one of the most respected vocalists in Australia, so I'm glad she's got an opportunity to hit that stage and really hit some notes. Totally, and I think this will come across really well live, much better than the studio. This is a live performance mm-hmm. song. You've got to connect with Casey. And I think the first couple of minutes, um, there's an, a lot of opportunity to be vulnerable mm-hmm, yes. and then come through with the power and the proud and the pride thing, which I think is Casey's story. She pretty much disappeared from Australian Idol, yep. came back and then has come up really big and, and bold towards the end. So I think that'll resonate really well. So I think no matter what Casey does, she'll probably be popular with the public. And she already is. It was the highest one from all the songs on iTunes charts. Wow. So okay. up into the top 30 in Australia, while the others were like 50 and below. Interesting. Interesting one from Casey. Let's move on to the next one, Dale. Diana Ruvas, Can We Make Heaven? I'll start with Deanna. Um, 
again, one of the probably premier vocalists we have here in Australia, particularly on the music uh, reality show scene. Mm. Winner of The Voice this year. She's obviously going to have an audience out there. Look, I don't know if this is the best song that really shows off her talents, to be honest. I, I know, look, everyone's very split on these songs. Mm. This probably isn't the strongest song for me. She does draw everything out of it she can in that last minute as far as vocal gymnastics go in the studio version. One can only imagine what it's going to be like live. But um, it has its fans. Um, I may not be one of them, but it certainly does. Oh, it's really big with the fans, actually. I mean, we ran a couple of polls on our Twitter site, and this was actually... First place, um, marginally. It was very, very split, but pretty much 26, 27, 24, 23 kind of thing. Yeah. So, but I mean, people really, really kind of um, really like this. I think this is, again, going to be the live performance song. Yeah. This is not a studio song whatsoever because I don't really feel I, I've got a grip on it yet. I need to see. I mean, I love her. I love her voice, and I can't wait to see her perform something live. And she's got a lot of opportunity to do some real vocal gymnastics oh, here. You God, can hear it in the studio. Wailing but to the max. It, no, but like good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I think wailing's a bit harsh. I think it's going to be a really good vocal powerhouse performance. And then I guess we'll really get to the grips of this song when it goes live because I don't think the studio is showing the best of the song yet. So, well, jury's out on that one. Fair enough. Maybe I shouldn't make my judgments too quickly. Never too so. Oh, you've always got to wait for the live, Michael. Very true. Very true. We're not learnt yet. <laughs> Okay, well, let's move on to the next song. Oh, and this is the one we were really interested to see what this was. It's Iota with Life. Oh, my tears, we're living for love. Oh, we're living for fear in life. Life, life, life. You go Well, I guess Iota was the real wild card for our national final, wasn't he? Everybody kind of was scratching their heads to think what this guy's going to do. Came out with this real powerful, for me, sort of orchestra pop, uh, chamber pop it can be called as well. Um, very impactful. Mm. It really is, it's quite a show for your ears even. It's, it's, it's dry, it just drives through your brain. I really like this. Mm. I really, really do. And once again, we've got this opportunity for a live performance and staging. Who knows what this guy's going to do, but this could totally come to life on stage like it's already bursting with life already. Mm. Um, really, really good. And um, I kind of like his attitude and the way the guy's got a bit of swagger as well. I like it. Yeah, no, he, he certainly does. And there's like, I, it feels like it's almost a theatre song, not like theatrical, but theatre. Like mm. it's it's for not just a live music performance it's going to be a live art piece you just know he's going to do something out there the video itself he's in a closet like <laughs> going it. up and down and going out and like it's it's just quirky and it's big and bold and it's, it's, it's I, cheeky at yes. the end as well Dale. Oh, well, literally literally cheeky like he <laughs> takes off whatever that kind of almost a pink bunny suit but there's no head on it and uh we we see quite a lot of iota at the end of there yeah, so good on, good on i'm me. a little bit worried and someone coined the term on uh twitter this week i think it was the folks at university of melbourne the eurovision people that we might have a body reveal oh, wow. at the end of the iota song so that would be something i mean it is sbs and we know what sbs is known for <laughs> we all watched it for the nudity so we might 
might get an eyeful of Iota. Yeah, I think there's something almost sort of like an old school Mika about this song mm. as well. There's just an amazing sort of theatrical campness of, and, and drama with it. I just really like it. I was thinking like kind of glam rock, you know, when yeah. like the darkness were trying to do the 70s, 80s sort of stuff with that. Uh, I, there's something... All that wrapped up into exactly. a very unique artist with his yeah, but still yep. a very cohesive kind of package. Oh, it'll be one to watch. Ooh, we know yeah. that for sure. All right. All right, let's go on to the next person. Ooh, I think you might like this one, <laughs> Dale. It's Jordan Ravi with Pushing Stars. Everybody walks and everybody talks the same, but you. Uh, so this is written by Tanya Doko from last year, George Shepard from Shepard, and a couple of Swedes as well. And you what you know what? You can really hear that in the song. It starts just like a Shepard song. Like that first like intro is a Shepard song. Then you go something quite Melfesty, but it is it's it sounds like it should be formulaic, but it's actually really not. I really enjoyed the song. I just I've listened to it over and over again. It makes me smile. It's really sweet. I can actually see it, you know, being done well. And I think he's obviously quite a talented, raw performer that could give this authenticity that maybe a more seasoned artist couldn't. Yeah. Look, I agree. This is just instantly digestible and pleasant and Mm. really, really nice, but not in a bad pleasant. It's actually quite good. It hooks you. You can sing along to it. I really, really enjoy this. You know, all I can think of really, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the song mm. at all. I think it's just radio friendly. It's got tick, tick, tick. Yep. Jury friendly, tick, tick, tick. Yep. Just about, for me, is it going to have the punch in when you're up against these other 10 songs to stand out? That's probably where its Achilles heel is. But apart from that, if he gets out there and smiles and has his guitar, and if they can get a little bit creative with the staging, yep. then this can really stand out. I really like it. It's going to come down to staging with this song because you're right. It, I mean, what makes, how can you be impactful rather than just being a lovely song? Yeah, that can work. Look at Denmark last year. So this kind of stuff can actually happen because it doesn't feel plastic like some Melfest songs do, and maybe what Australia's been kind of accused of in the past. I feel like there's a little bit more to this song, and I think that that kind of combination of of, of a Shepherd and a Melfest song has actually created this lovely baby <laughs> and you know it's worked out really well but let's see what the lives like again it always depends on the live it will live and die on the kind of staging I absolutely think. i think we could say that for a lot of these songs can't we and mm. so close as far as oh. favoritism in the studios it will come down to the lives he is the most inexperienced performer we have let's see if he really comes alive on stage you know let's see and let's talk about our last one dale yes okay well let's go down to the last one people are very excited about this it's mitch tambo and together Highly anticipated was Mitch's entry, uh, and I've got to say straight away, I'm not disappointed. Straight away, I think this has gone to the top of my favourite list. There's something about this that is special. It's anthemic. We have the indigenous parts of it. This is something special. 
I would love to say it's 100% there and we have a Eurovision winner. I just think maybe a tweak or two here and there after the national final, if he can get through. (laughs) Calm down. And that's a big, big question mark if he can get through. But I think this has got something that could drive Australia into the top 10. Well, look, I think we've we've only got six songs, and so we do have to be careful about getting too far ahead of ourselves on this kind of stuff. But I think he does have something that the other songs probably don't have. There is a there is a magical element there because it's not just about being done in language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also the fact that that's the best bit of the song. The chorus in language is powerful and works a lot better than the English, I would say. Uh, and he he's going to be able to sing this. We've seen him do it on Australia's Got Talent. I think he's got real stage presence, and I think he probably, at the moment, is the one probably to beat. Mm -hmm. But again, we've only got six songs, and there's so much else to work with here. But I'm just so excited. We're gonna. I mean, we had language with Electric Fields last year, but this the bulk of the song is in language, and that is so exciting. And so, you know what? When it comes down to it, it might be the X factor when all the songs feel very open, and a lot of people like lots of different songs for different reasons. This might be what gets it over the line. Yeah, I agree. And again, it comes down to the staging. It's so important this year at Australia Decides. Mm. We had front runners last year who basically you knew it was going to be between those three to get the ticket. Yep, definitely. This one, I think we've got, right oh, now we've got all of them. Anyone can win. Absolutely. It's all down to what you do on that stage. Get creative, capture our attention, and you'll get the votes. Because I think the jury could be very close could be up to the public to decide. A hundred percent. And look, they obviously joined Jack Vision with I Am King, I Am Queen, mm-hmm. which has already been released as well. So I think, you know, we have quite a lot of big power ballads at the moment. Some big voices out there. We certainly do. Look, we've got four artists remaining. We've got Dadiri, we've got Montaigne, Vanessa Amorosi, and Jaguar Jones. Mm-hmm. Jaguar Jones, I love that name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is so good. And the fact is that we don't know when the songs are coming out, but it probably will be over the next couple of weeks. It might be all the way up towards the end of January so we're going to have to hold on to our hats and yeah. wait and see what we get but I think we will get a bit of a mix up I think Montaigne and Jaguar Jones will bring something a bit different I think we know what we're going to get from Dadiri I think we know what we're going to get from Vanessa Amorossi so I, I, I think we know what kind of show we're going to get I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, it looks really good should be a good showcase alright well we should catch our breath after <sighs> Australia I know let's go on to what happened this morning Dale you are up bright and early this morning to see what happened in the semi-final number two from Melody Grand Prix in Norway I guess the big headline for me was I have to say it Jaeger bombs <laughs> Um, <laughs> You've been waiting all day to say that. that one all day, haven't I? Uh, maybe that wasn't the entire story. Talk us through it. Okay, well, let's. It was Eastern Norway um, head-to-head battles. Four artists, only one gets through. The two big favourites were Jaeger and Ryan Alexander. Uh, unfortunately, they drew each other first, oh, and so pretty much the final was, you know, straight up, really. Mm-hmm. And um, Ryan got through. Ryan Alexander got through. And probably before we go on, we should probably hear his song. Mm. And his song is One Last Time. Well, from the clips I saw, he put on quite the performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a few mixtures of genres in there. Well, what did you think at the time, Life? I think the biggest difference was staging. We talked about this during the week, if you caught our video preview before Sunday. Uh, 
I think they were both really good songs. I think probably How About Mars from Yeager was a, a better song but probably had a little bit more to struggle with um, live. And they didn't have any backup dancers for a... They went very technological and with the staging, which did look amazing. But he went full 2000s Eurovision. Gosh, it was. Yeah, it really was. There was fire in his hands. There were dancers being kind of risen from the smoke. Very Game of Thrones. It the, was. What was that with the white... When he, when he raised his hands, it was like the White Walkers came out of the uh, mist. Oh, that was so striking. So, so good. So, so, so good. So everything that Jaeger lacked, he had in spades. His vocal was really good. He was more experienced. Um, she wasn't as in kind of couldn't hold the song the whole way through. And so ultimately, I, was, I wasn't I was surprised to see him win. I thought he really brought it. It's the first song I've seen all year that I went, I go, I can see that on the Eurovision stage. That has it. That has the factor to go through. It really does. Fair enough. I know you picked him to actually win this one in our preview, and I, I did. didn't see it. Personally, when you see the two performances together, and I'm going to stick up for Jaeger here a little bit, I really enjoyed the daring staging choices they made for her. The um, the turntable was a little weird. But anyway, the, the overlays, the technology they tried to use and the, the modern feel they tried to give it, I'm not saying everything worked, but good on them for trying it. And I think a few other people can. He went back to tried and trusted dancers, you know, visual effects. The fire in the hand was a little odd, I have to say, because I realised for like what the first minute are of the you song, about? first minute of the song, he his right hand was just kind of limp, and I'm like, has he had a stroke? Like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, he pulls out this fire thing, and I'm like, oh, you've been preparing the fire type of thing. He had I didn't even notice because I was looking at the dancers, and well, the rest of Norway didn't really care because they voted him the winner. Yeah, fair enough. And look, to be honest, maybe I'm not on the Norway cheese train because I missed out on uh, Spirit in the Sky last year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite so maybe i'm just a little bit blind on this you are a bit blind on the cheese because i mean i think this was cheese done very very well i think you're being blinded from the fact that you really like the studio version about how about mars Mm -hmm. and unfortunately she just kind of lacked a bit of charisma and personality to hold that song i think you had a couple of effects that kind of hid the fact that she couldn't really hold the song and the song actually wasn't i think it's a really good song i just don't think it's a live song you know there's some songs yeah you know, Lady Gaga and Beyonce could go out and do it, and then I mean they probably could, but you know they're not going to be out. You can't you can't bring it to life some songs that don't go you know full on. I love it when you change your mind halfway through a comment. I really love that. But also, I'm going to say the song itself is pretty linear for How About Mars. Once you've had the you. first minute exactly. and the first minute twenty seconds, you pretty much got the whole. And song. she repeated the same thing there in the staging, Michael. I know. But I mean, they did make some daring choices. Knew- That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Look, look, look I love. She's dead, Dale. Stop. Stop kicking her. Stop kicking her. She's dead. No, I will say though, I loving the staging that they're pulling together yeah. for their for their big songs. They're not really worrying about the other ones. Old mate with the uh, the uh, cruise ship uh, oh, thing it. going on tour did feel like I was in the uh, yeah the um, bingo room at, and on a cruise ship. I feel like we should mention the finalists, Kim and, and Maria, who actually made the final. They sang a very Iceland 2012 um, duet with violins and I pyros. Was, I was saying to you earlier, Dale, I've been waiting for an old school, lovely duo to come out in Eurovision, and that wasn't it. <laughs> it was not it at all. They, they just, yeah, they didn't quite nail it, but they did make the final. Good and look, them. I think the right 
Act One this week as it did last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, two close songs both times. The staging just brought it together at the end, and I think Norway is looking really good. Uh, Didrik and his brother performed I was as well. Going to ask what about our pre-qualifier who got uh, showcased this morning? What about them? Uh, yeah, so they came out in matching suits like they were at a wedding um, and white <laughs> sneakers, but they had this kind of brother thing going on. But the song's really about a relationship, so there's a lot of things that aren't connecting. Like mm. I like them. The song is very cheesy and a little bit dated, but I, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just not all matching up right now. So I think they can still work on it, but I don't think they're getting the ticket to Eurovision. Yeah, I thought they missed a few vocal points this morning, the boys, mm. but they've got time to work on exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, didn't stand out for me as much as the bloke last week, I thought. No, indeed. Okay, well, what about Lithuania? Look, we obviously didn't watch it, but we've caught up on it. Um, there's always a lot going on there. You've been doing a little bit of research during the day. Yes. What about Lithuania, Dale? Goodness me. Well, we did have a winner from semi-final number two. It was Monique with Make Me Human. Well, this for me, Dale, I can't say it really caught me in the studio versions, but when you put it on stage and there was a mix of vulnerability and robot dancing, it somehow <laughs> came alive. Um, yeah, it jury, it won the jury, second with the public, mm. so not completely convinced the public, but um, look, I can see why it got through. Oh, yeah, I, I think it was the best overall package. I think um, it's um, written by the same people who did um, When We're Old by Eva. Mm-hmm. And it certainly had that flavor to it, didn't it? Yeah, I liked her though. You know, I liked I liked the robot dancing. It was a bit female bicentennial man. Like I want to be a human, but I can't. That's what I was reading into it. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I think um, you know Kyriakos, who is doing the uh, Lithuania correspondence for us at the yes. moment. It was definitely his favorite as well, and it seemed to be fan favorite. So I think it was a deserved winner from what I've seen. However, it's not the same quality, I think, as last week where we saw with Monica Maria. But, look, it still will probably make the final and do quite well. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Let's talk about some of the others that got through. The public vote winner was Christina Jure. She only got fifth in the juries. Mm. So she had a very old-school power ballad and a really big sort of blue frock on or whatever, you know, like... Uh, yeah. It was by numbers, Power Ballad. With, you knew exactly where the key change was coming. Yeah, it was exactly. just... Oh, you can't you can't count yeah. it down, couldn't you? You could. Um, let's talk about one of the ones that caught the eye, probably not for all the right <laughs> reasons, unfortunately. Well, that's why we watched Lithuania. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It has to be the group Tusum, mm. their song Player. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Lithuanian basketball player yeah. song or whatever. Wow, this was so slapstick. And I just... Didn't know what. Are, who are these guys? Are they? The- I don't, it gives me hope that one day we could perform at Eurovision um, national selection because I think our vocal ability is about <laughs> as good as theirs was. Are they like the Lithuanian Ant and Deck or something? They is seem, there some, there's some thing co- co- comedic on? thing going on oh, there? Right. Look, okay. I must say it's Hook, um, and it's little is actually you know what it stays in your head. I thought this was going to get through. I really enjoyed it. They had a guy had a basketball on his belly that they were pretending to play. <laughs> they had light-up things. There was oh, a broken wow. violin slapstick thing going on. I know. It was all a bit of a mess. They, But they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. And unfortunately, they didn't get through. 
unbelievably, the jury killed them. I don't know why. <laughs> Fortunately for all of us, I would say, Dale. Anyway, let's move on from Lithuania. I think uh, they got another semi-final. Well, we, oh, we've got... No, we're on heats, Michael. We've got oh, two more heats up. to go, oh, right. and then we've got another two semi-finals. pushing them into these semi-finals. And this is a shortened version, remember. Gosh, shortened right, version. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go to the east. Slovenia had their fresh... Uh, Pre-qualification. Kind of like a wild card, basically. Anyone <laughs> under the age of 23 or 26, anyway, young people, younger <laughs> than us, had a chance to um, win two wild cards into the national final. So it was a real chance for people who hadn't released a lot of music. That was the other stipulation. Terrific. That they had a chance to try and make the national final because I think we saw that with Sebi last year. These really underrated young people went and did really well. So they kind of gotten onto that. Good on them. And now they had the show. Yeah. So we saw a couple of qualifiers. We saw Sashka mm. got through. Uh, kind of quite a safe mid-tempo pop number, I thought, that one. Yeah. I mean, she was good. She was great. Fine. She was fine. Yeah. <laughs> we both said she was fine. And the other one was uh, Pavani Violet. Mm. I mean, I can't say I thought a lot of the song, but she was, it was delivered with sass. Yeah, I've I've seen I've 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 seen that girl in Fitzroy in Melbourne. You know, like <laughs> the art up. student with the yeah. kind of like thing going on, doing her jazz and doing it really well with a lot of sass. I agree with you. Mm. Maybe just I wouldn't say that was fresh. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I guess we're a bit sort of you know like at a loss to understand how one act Astrid mm. didn't get through because that to me was fresh and modern and captivating and yeah, like very odd. I mean, everything I think that Sebi were about last year, which I think really inspired this show this year, is everything that Astrid uh, was. And I just don't get why this didn't get through as one of the two. Um, It wasn't just like one winner. Uh, Really, really interesting. Um, You kind of go, well, what was the point? Of yeah. the whole thing. If you can go for safe, older-sounding things, why have a fresh pre-qualification? I know. So odd. Slovenia, what are you doing? And this has been going on for months. This mm. has been going on since November. Oh, wow. And that's what you produce as your top two to go through. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean ill of the artists. I just probably mean ill of the songs. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, sorry. I think Astra yeah. definitely should have gone through. What a, what a mess. Yeah, sorry, I Fresh. Of, I do have to agree with you there, Dale. Like the idea, not the execution. Yep, fair enough. Well, I guess during the week, one of the countries we talked about last week, Latvia, cut down their auditions down to the final... It's a final nine, isn't final it? Final nine from 26 songs. Okay, that's odd. Why would you pick nine and not eight or ten? But I anyway. thought it was going to be eight, but hey, they went nine. Okay. Well, I guess there were some talking points in this one. Talk us through who got through. Well, let's just quickly go through the nine. We had Anna, who had the T-shirt song. Oh, my God, polyester. We were so... Let's so not lie. We were so happy about that one, so actually. Happy. We had Bad Habits, the guy with the hat and the kind of like old school... Of Monsters and Men type uh, song, yeah, yeah, Sail yeah, Away. Yeah, yeah. We had Drinksner. He was a kind of the other guy towards the end. Don't worry. <laughs> you can tell Dale's looking at me because I'm blank, can't who? But... We had Edgar's Krellis, which Yay, we all know. Yeah, we were very right, happy about Tridomite. We had the two Katrina, Katrina B and Katrina D. Oh, I liked Katrina B. Uh, yeah, I like Katrina D. Mm. Um, we also had Mixed Dukas. Uh, we like him. Very happy that he got through. Great vocalist. Samantha Tina was always going through. Mm-hmm. She was the winner of the uh, votes for the Aussie Vision team last week, and she went through. And then we had Celeste. So she had the big check pants thing going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a surprise. The other surprise was the people who... The biggest story was who kind of missed out. Yeah, really, exactly. Wasn't it? Yeah, brutal, brutal. 
It was Marcus Riva. Mm. Yeah. He was shocked there. With, with the Aminata song, I would have pretty much put my house on. He was going to be in the final nine, but yeah. just didn't get the cut. I mean, the views were there. I think, I mean, there was a bit of dislike, but there was a lot of love for it too. But hey, he didn't go through. I mean, it's unfortunate. There was Antra who, and the other, um, the, the woman he performed with, um, who were the kind of uh, Latvian shepherd. Oh, okay. We played last week, um, RIP. They didn't make it either. Well, that one doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. that one. <laughs> so look, there was, quite, I mean, there was a number of other ones as well, yeah, but I think it was absolutely. really about the fact Marcus Riva didn't make it. It was his seventh attempt of trying to make it for Latvia. And you'd have to say at this point, Samantina does look like the favourite going into the final. Well, who knows after that's final final nine selection, to be honest. True, true. Keeping everybody on their toes in Latvia. The final will be Sunday morning after Australia decides, so... Someone's watching it. Probably not us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to what was some of the songs and artists released throughout the week. Mm. We always have the very anticipated Festival de Canciao songs from Portugal. We're not going to run through them now. No. Because we're going to let the team vote on them and we'll talk about them in a bit more depth later. Totally. I mean, we don't have the semi-finals until late February, so I think when we get towards the final, we'll probably start looking at who has a real chance to win. But I guess we wanted to kind of pick out one that kind of like caught the eye. It seems to have caught the eye. Let's talk about Blasted Rebellion. Festival the Canciao song in English. This is blasphemy, Dale, and must be stamped out immediately. Immediately. Well, yeah, it doesn't normally bode well for the English singers in Portugal, does it? But you know what? This has this had real impact. Um, look, it was my favorite from a very quick listen to the songs. Um, Fleur, who is covering Portugal for us for Aussie Vision, this was the one that really stood out to her, and it's standing out to a lot of fans. It has the most YouTube views. Um, it's really, it's, it's quite powerful. I'm a bit worried about what it's going to be like live. Mm-hmm. I think when you've got a little, it's kind of hip hoppy, and when you've got that kind of like yelly stuff going on, that can get very messy very quickly. But it's, it's, it's got something. You're right. And I'm got, it's got something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can't quantify it. There's almost a Metallica vibe to some of the music as well, which yeah. was really appealing. Mm. And you're right. Then we have this whole hip-hop element. Yep. Um, you're right. It's going to make or break the live. But this is certainly an eye-catcher from Portugal. Definitely an eye-catcher. I mean, the rest is there's a lot of good Portuguese music and the kind of stuff you expect to hear. There's a lot of Portuguese There's music. a lot of Portuguese. You know, you know what you're going to get from Portugal. Um, to me, what... I, from what I heard, this is the only one I could see that has the kind of X factor to get out of the semis. But you never know. Some things can come to life magically with with Portugal. Yes. So we'll wait and see until late February for yeah, that one. one of the others I guess we should just quickly touch on is Elisa mm. with her song, Medo de Sentir. I'm not really sure what people are going on about about this one. I just thought it was just a nice Portuguese kind of ballad. Yeah, know? look, it is. It's one of it's a fan favorite. Um, Interesting. And I think obviously maybe it will come to life live. That's what I could say about that. Yeah. I guess the other national final songs and selection that were announced this week we want to touch on is Songa Kepnan from Iceland. In particular, one song we want to talk about, Dale, and, and that is uh, who's who's that one? Uh, it's Iva with Oculus Vidiri. 
does sound like a uh, Harry Potter spell, doesn't it? It, it does a little bit. <laughs> um, this is, is quite eye-catching. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say Harry Potter because I think this is magical. Mm. Um, it really, really caught my ear as soon as I just heard the first... This is the first song I listened to from Song for Kepner, and I was like... Wow, what is this? Mm. Um, now, I have a, um, she's blind, and from, I think, the word Oculus is obviously something about sight. I don't know the words and what's going on yet. We haven't looked into it that much. They just came out today. I know, I don't speak Latin. Yeah, but you know what? It just has, it's very, we were talking about this before, quite a nocturne, yeah. you know, mid-90s Eurovision winner. Um, ethereal uh, element, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But quite more powerful at times, and it's, it, it, it's really, really quite striking. And I think if this could be, done very well live this is the first song i've kind of stood up and gone wow okay what is this this could be something to do very well potentially i agree i agree i think it could divide people though it's either going to be one of those ones you really really like or you really really don't Mm. and it bores you to tears but you're right there is something here and if they can stage it well and yeah this could be something this yeah, it, it certainly made me stand up, and and I think the fact that Song for Kevin has struggled over the last few years, Iceland have other than last year with Hatari, but I think this has just gone bam for me. It's really quite good. The other one, really, um, uh, Daddy, and whoever else he's performing okay, with, so Daddy Freer, he's yes. back. So he almost won it with the year with Svala and Paper. He came second to her. I like the sound of his song, kind of like monoletro disco thing going on. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, it's very much his uh, a trademark electro funk. And, yep, disco is back, people. I have been saying it. 2020 is going to be the year of disco in in mainstream music, not just in Eurovision. This is funky. This is good. It's funky? It's white boy all right. funk. Don't all right, funk. 70s boy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, look, I think from a couple from what we've heard from Iceland, and they've got a bit of a rock band there as well, yeah. sounds like this might be a really good song for Kevin because, again, uh, it hasn't really set the world on fire the last few years Yeah, no, as no, a whole show. Looking forward to going through all the songs, dissecting them, and... And ranking them as we were with the team yes in indeed. the coming weeks okay the last country we're going to talk about is the czech republic uh they announce artists during the week uh, no songs yet they'll be coming out this week now a couple of familiar names we have barbara muchava she came oh third last year actually the national final i know much a big fan favorite big fan favorite. big fan favorite so i think a lot of people will be happy to see her back we also have pam rabbit who came fourth last year uh and also, even more weirdly named than Pam Rabbit, is We All Poop okay. is an know. artist that has been announced this time. So it feels like a bit of a troll yeah. approach. I know. Don't throw it at me. I've got nothing to say about them. I don't know what to say about them. Whatsoever. I know. They did a bit of an interview. They sound like they're trying to do the bit of the Hatari thing. And you Fair know enough. what? You're not... You're not them. Yeah. But anyway, look, we all had a bit of a laugh about the fact of their terrible name. But <laughs> songs will be coming out um, this week, so they'll be really interesting to hear. Czech Republic have certainly been on the upward trajectory in the last couple of years, so hopefully we get something good. Absolutely. Online vote as well, so fans out there will be able to vote and vote for their favorites. Yeah, not even from... You can do it from outside Czech Republic. Mm, God, don't tell the Spaniards. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's not a Spanish person inside. It'll be okay. <laughs> all right. Have we covered everything, I think, Dale? Well, yeah. Look, the only thing we need to look at is the rest of the week. Oh, Obviously, gosh, on Monday, we have the Czech Republic songs coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, we also have the other... The next four Norwegian artists coming out from some 
part of Norway that we I don't, don't know. We don't know the region yet. Okay. Well, I think we do, but Dale hasn't written it down. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, we have the Finnish artists are being announced. Oh, okay, for the uh, UMK. Yes, so that's going to be good to have UMK back, like the proper UMK. Krista Siegfried will be our host, I believe. That was announced during the week, so yeah, it should awesome. be a good show. I'm looking forward to that. I really enjoyed um, UMK. Absolutely. Um, then we don't have anything planned from anyone, but we know we'll probably get oh, something. Gosh, yeah. Saturday, which is Sunday morning Australia time, we will have the Norway semi-final and the Lithuania heat, and that's it. Oh. That's all we've got. They're our weekly staples. Oh, uh, they are really our staples at the moment. A bit like porridge. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that yet. was an entire compliment. No, though, true. Anyway. Well, yeah, true, true. <laughs> okay, well, look, that's the end of this week. We've got through a lot there. I think 10 or 11 countries we got through. So thanks for sticking with us. Maybe it'll be a bit quieter next week, but maybe we might have more Australia Decide songs. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. I'm looking forward to this lineup uh, getting padded out. Exactly. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya. 